business news, international sports and entertainment news. Radio on GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Coming up this afternoon, assemblies must prosecute residents for flouting sanitation bylaws, says Minister. Population of senior high school science students uh, up by 25%. It will double in 2024 due to STEM, says Ekofuado. 217 of our members are dead. Men's gold customers cry to Mahama and former First Lady Teresa Kufuor dead this business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin the news will be read by awintemi akansukum now let's settle for the details the minister of sanitation and water resources dr frida prompe has urged district assemblies to prosecute residents who flout the environmental sanitation bylaws to serve as a deterrent to others dr prempe gave the advice in an interview with the media at a station in accra when she taught the colleague municipality as part of the national cleanup exercise which coincided with world cleanup day the exercise on the theme cleaning for safe healthy and sustainable ghana saw the participation of drivers market women and traders among others the minister said assembly members churches markets women and community leaders must encourage the people to attach special importance to environmental sanitation issues in their communities she said embracing change calls for the active participation of all to complement the government's efforts in solid waste management to keep accra clean she expressed worry over the low communal spirit among Ghanaians, which retard development Dr. Prempe later taught some flood-prone areas in the Ablekuma West, including Dansuman, Mpoase, Mamponse, and Glefe, to acquaint herself with the, the extent of damage caused by the recent rains. Apart from people building on waterways, others have made it a habit to dump waste at unauthorized places to avoid paying fees to the assemblies which she said had resulted in health challenges to residents she cited tricycle waste collectors as a major cause of the situation and called on the assemblies to be vigilant to arrest the perpetrators while serving warnings to stop the burning of refuse at night in those areas mr samuel tete the ablekuma west municipal environmental health officer who took the minister round admonished the people to change their attitude by adhering to government policies regarding sanitation now president Kufuato has re-echoed the government's commitment to continue prioritizing science technology engineering and mathematics stem education as an essential tool towards equipping the future workforce for the country with 21st century skills necessary for the emerging fourth industrial wave to president Zekufuado, it is for this reason that his government is putting science technology engineering and mathematics education in its central and relevant place in the nation's educational curriculum speaking at the 85th anniversary of the presbyterian boys senior high school saturday the president stated that pursuant to this the percentage of general science students in senior high schools which has been some 11 
percent over the years has risen to 15 percent this year he added that in 2024 it is expected to increase even further to some 24 percent explaining in details some of the stem policies introduced by his government president akufuado noted that a stem pipeline has been created to increase stem enrollment at tertiary education level through pre-engineering programs the one-year pre-university program which was launched in february 2022 he said is already admitting its second cohort of students the talent pool from which engineers can be selected will mean the number of engineering graduates that is the first degree and higher national diploma will increase from the current 6,500 to 30,000 by 2030 at the senior high school level President Ekufuado said increasing enrollment in STEM has been made possible by operationalizing four newly constructed STEM model schools and converting three existing schools into STEM model schools. Now moving to other stories, former President John Dramani Mahama has been approached by the leadership of customers of the now-defunct Men's Gold Company Limited seeking his help in retrieving their funds logged in the illicit gold dealership and investment company. The customers have suffered since the company was shut down in 2018 with 217 people dying and some suffering from blindness and mental illness. The customers are now appealing to the former president to lead them in seeking a bailout from the state to alleviate their plight. During a meeting with the former president in his cantonment office, Mr. Fred Forsing, leader and spokesperson for the group, made an emotional plea to Mr. Mahama, stating that their situation was dire and that they desperately need a state bailout. The men's gold customers convener added, the state has wasted over four years on this small matter there was no action. I'm sure everybody would attest that it was the resilience of the customers. We kept on pressing and pressing. And now the attorney general has moved the matter from the lower court to the high court. However, the civil aspect, which is the retrieval of our money, is still pending. President Mahama offered his condolences to the victims, calling it one of the most unfortunate incidents in the country's history. He believes that such fraudulent schemes often succeed due to government's weak regulatory oversight, and therefore it is responsible for citizens who fall prey. He also wondered why the president is yet to take control of the country's account, confiscate the company's assets, and auction them off with the proceeds used to pay a portion of customer investment in response to the plea of the men's gold customers president mahama pledged to join them in bringing attention to the applied he urged the government to provide them with all the necessary information regarding its efforts to alleviate their situation the customers are hopeful that with the support of the former president they will be able to retrieve their fund and recover from the losses they have suffered. Now, in other stories, former First Lady Theresa Kofor is dead. City News can confirm. News sources has gathered that Theresa Kofor, the wife of former President John Ajikum Kofor, died at her home in Pediasi, surrounded by her family Sunday, October 1. She was 87. 
President Nana Kufuado has already visited the residence of former President Kufuo to extend his condolences. Teresa Kufuo, born 25th October 1935, was the wife of John Kufuo, the second president of the First Republic of Ghana and former First Lady of Ghana. She was a retired nurse and midwife. Mrs. Kufuo started education at the Catholic Covenant Ola at Keta in the Volta region of Ghana. She later went to London, where she was educated as a registered general nurse in the Southing Hospital Group of Nursing, Edinburgh, Scotland. After further study at the Radcliffe Infirmary, Oxford, um, London, she qualified as a state-certified midwife with a certificate in premature nursing. Theresa married John Kofor when he was at age 23 after they met at a Republic Day anniversary dance in London in 1961. They got married in 1962. She is a mother of five and a grandmother of eight. She is a devout Roman Catholic, despite being the First Lady of Ghana for eight years between 2001 and 2009. She managed to maintain a low profile in the political arena. In 2007, she pushed for policy changes in the government's white paper on educational reforms towards the implementation of UNESCO's free compulsory universal basic education program for kindergarten children. She founded the Mother and Child Community Development Foundation, a non-governmental organization operating in Ghana and Canada that supports work in the prevention of mother-to-child transmission. Now in business, the International Monetary Fund IMF expects Ghana to quickly reach an agreement with the official credit committee over its external debt restructuring. Julie Koza, IMF's Director of Communication at a press conference in Washington, D.C., said once Ghana has finished the debt exchange on the local front, it is important for the country to conclude negotiations with its external bilateral creditors. Ghana is eyeing some debt forgiveness from the external creditors in a bid to bring debt to the sustainable levels. This is because a chunk of its $52.3 billion external debt is owned by these external creditors. Last week, an IMF mission staff arrived in Ghana for its first major assessment of the $3 billion bailout program, sources close to the media confirmed that the two sides, thus the government being represented by officials from the Ministry of Finance and the Bank of Ghana, as well as visiting staff, have so far had some constructive and productive discussions. The indication is that Ghana has shown remarkable resilience when it comes to economic performance and policies underlying the first review of the extended credit facility. Simply, some steady progress has been made. Ghana's IMF-supported program is still hinged on restoring macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability. The balance Ghana has to find is to strengthen revenue collection and cut down on public expenditure to ensure fiscal consolidation. The country's chances of securing the next tranche of $600 million remains high should it be successful in this review pending the IMF's board decision in November. Now, to some sports, FC Summer Text 1996 returned to winning ways in the Ghana Premier League after smashing Bechim United at the 
Century Stadium in Samriboy on Sunday, the Timber Boys claimed their second win of the season after staging a remarkable comeback to thump a team 4-1 in the match day three fixture. Samatex gaffer Nuruddin Mahmoudou made a couple of changes to the squad that were beaten 2-0 by Nations FC last week with a Beneza Aka replacing James whilst Gabriel Bona returned to the start list. Bismarck Kobe Mensah made only one alteration to the squad that pimped Dreams FC in the last round with club legend Augustine Okra making his first start of the campaign. Okra rejoined Bechim after ending his adventure in Tanzania with Simba SC at the end of 2022-2023 season. Now moving to showbiz, Ghanaian musician and social activist A-plus is setting that singer when the Shea's recent car crash is just a high. Speaking to the media, A-plus said the event after the said accident exposed the agenda of Wendy Shea and her manager Bullet to ride on her unfortunate incident to spark conversations about her. According to him, Wendy and her management team have been playing the game of stunts and commended them for doing it well. Recounting incident after the accident to buttress his point, A-plus said Bullet had mentioned in an earlier interview that the Uber driver Hitmaker would be flown to Germany for better medical care and treatment. Interestingly, the same Wendy Shea, who is expected to be in Germany for treatment, has been all over the place granting interviews that her accident was not ordinary but was spiritually orchestrated to kill her. However, A plus discount the claims of Wendy's accidents being a spiritual attack but a stunt. And that's it with the midday news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. Download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Timmy Akansukumai. Say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.